And hello, this is Mike Lodge, the business advisor. It is Saturday, finally. I did not realize yesterday was Friday. I had been so busy during the week with mediations and uh, consulting with companies and doing other type of work for my business clients. But I the week just went zooming by because I was so busy with so many different things. The other thing I was busy with, which I'm looking forward to, I have not traveled in so long. Almost four years now I have not traveled because of, of pandemic and, and moving and all kinds of different things and setting up offices and I haven't done anything. I've literally been kind of like set in my office here and really have not explored. So, October, I and a friend were going to Europe. We're going to England. Uh, we're going up to Edinburgh, Scotland, and then over to Paris and then back home. Two-week two week journey. Now, we're going to be running because we're going to see a lot in that short two-week time. Now, I'm kind of excited for him because he has never been out of the United States except to his homeland. But he's never traveled to any other foreign country. Brand new citizen of the United States, brand new passport and raring to go. Pages to stamp, he's ready to go. So this is going to be kind of fun because he now gets to explore what's out there in this world. And I'm I'm happy because I'm going to be able to travel along with him and, and show him what's out there. So I'm really looking forward to that. So my mind has been busy planning that. Now, one of the biggest things is that airline tickets. I remember we used to get really good airline tickets to to uh, Europe. Now it's like taking out a loan on a car because it's so expensive. So... But it's still going to be fun. I don't care. We we decided, you know what? Maybe we're just going to have to eat the expense and just go enjoy and and explore. So that's what we're going to do starting in October all the way through the first uh, couple days of November and then back to the U.S. I'm looking forward to it. So what are we talking about today? Well, I'm going to my mediation uh, hat because I have been doing a lot of of uh, separations lately. These are individuals who are separating. They no longer want to be married or together. And some of them have been living together. Some of them are not married, but they have children. And the communication process is what always goes wrong. Every single time that you guys say, I don't, (laughs) instead of I do, I don't, the communication process goes wrong in a whole bunch of different directions, and you guys lose it every single time. And we need to talk about that today because the communication process is the most important part of making sure that your child or your children know that they are still loved. Because when they go through a divorce, there's a whole bunch of things that go through children's minds. And you've got to work together to make sure that they, that these children know that you are still their parents and that you're still going to be there for them at every given moment. You might be in different places, but when it comes to the children, you're in the same spot. And that's where the communication has got to be built up, okay? 
and I see this. I, I had a mediation uh, this past week, and I tell you, it, the the individual, one individual on the one side, wanted to bring up every single thing that happened in the past. And we had to think about, okay, how are we going to develop a communication relationship, a co-parenting relationship where they could work together in a civil manner. And one of the things that they love to do is get on the phone with each other and just really belt it out to each other. So we redesigned that in their agreement, and in all my agreements that I do for my co-parenting families, is that we talk about communication a lot. And we set up some rules and some boundaries so that they know what the what they need to live within in order to maintain a communication in the relationship with the other co-parent and yet make sure that the children knew that everything was okay. Even though in the back of their mind they say, well, something's wrong here. But when they hear bad communication, the feelings and the emotions and everything else of that child get strained. And we don't ever want these children to be strained. So one of the things that we talked about is is instead of always having to get on the phone and yell at each other, how about if we write instead of talk? Now, I believe in talking, and I think that everybody should talk, but sometimes when the relationship is strained, it's easier to put it in writing. And the most important rule of putting it in writing, I always say there's a 25 word or less rule, keep it to the point. So, for example, you may uh, you may not agree with the kid's holiday schedule. Instead of having a potentially uh, feisty argument in person about essential matters, write an email. Make it a full uh, proposal, and but make it short. Don't go off into tangents. Well, you did this and you said that, and da, da, da. no, da, 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 da. it doesn't work. It makes it worse. So, let's say that you want to change the child's schedule. All you have to do is say, I would like I would like to offer you a proposal and say, let's change the child's schedule. Instead of you having them this Easter, can I have them this Easter? And that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. You don't have to go, well, you did this and you did that and and you brought them over to Uncle Joe's and then, uh, no, 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 no. We Don't do that. Focus on what the issue is and don't stray from it. Make it as 25 words or less and don't indulge the other person with an argument. If somebody comes back to you with an argument, stay focused on what the issue that you presented was. And that's it. And sometimes you can do this through texting. Sometimes you can do it through an email. But what I like for people to do is use an app. And there are so many co-parenting apps out there where you can do all kinds of good things through an app and keep it short and everything's recorded. Separations can be challenging. And the first part of divorce is that separation. 
You're trying to figure things out. Who's going to live with whom and who's going to be living where and who's going to be paying for what and and there's a whole bunch of other discussions that we have. So separations are always challenging. And if there's one thing that makes things even really bumpier, it's money talk. Even when parents communicate reasonably well regarding other issues, expenses often create tension, especially if one or the other parent or both parents struggle with finances. And right now we're all struggling with finances because of inflation and recession that we're going through. That's another discussion. But we're all suffering that, even myself. We are all suffering from finances. But one of the good news is, is is there's a way to sort out shared expenses without direct communication. The uh, There's one app that's out there. It's called the Onward app. And it has opened up the doors to an entirely new world for parents and co-parents. Not only does this app, and there's a whole bunch of other apps out there, so Google it on co-parenting apps. But not only does... Uh, the app allow parents to keep track of all expenses easily, but it also enables the parent to create and spend uh, to and to send proposals uh, for past and future parent uh, payments. I mean, because there's always those who's going to pay for the dentist, who's going to pay for the summer camp, who's going to pay for the reading club, who's going to pay. There's always these discussions. And if you have an app, it handles everything and helps both of the parents to minimize tension when um, they talk about money. Money is always the biggest issue, especially now that we're going through this inflation every time. So you can go to the Google Store, and the App Store. Uh, it's easy to use, and it makes the entire co-parenting um, during the separation and after divorce adventure much smoother uh, for everyone that's there. Now, the other week I, I attended this uh, seminar on setting boundaries. Setting boundaries in, in dating relationships, setting boundaries in real relationships when you're together, setting boundaries in divorce, setting boundaries in separation, all kinds of boundaries that we need to talk about. So there needs to be, in this uh, tone that we're talking about in separation and divorce, so setting uh, family bound boundaries is always a crucial step, uh, and it's no matter how s- smoothly the divorce process goes, you have to set those boundaries. You were once life partners with this person, and you know each other very well. It's easy for either of you to cross each other's boundaries, often without even realizing it. And we find this especially so, and I, you really need to talk about this with each other, when you have new relationships that you are developing, and that person kind of rolls over into a the co-parenting part. There's got to be some boundaries there because it sets co-parents off. So you... you you really need to think about boundaries and setting some boundaries. And in mediation, we do that. We talk about boundaries. We talk about what the other person feels and would like to see from the other co-parent. 
And when it's for one co-parent, it has to be for both co-parents. So if you're asking that uh, a significant other talk about a specific issue and she gets or he gets involved in that, there's going to be some boundaries there. Because really, the parenting, co-parenting part is between you and your former spouse or significant other. Sometimes that the other person rolls over, and sometimes that sets off a whole new set of issues. So you've got to, you've got to sit down with a mediator and talk about what are the boundaries that you are going to set. What are the boundaries you're going to set? And then the other issue I, I really want you to focus on if you're in this the co-parenting relationship is that utilize mediation for rocky topics. And there's always going to be those topics that you need to have further discussion on and you need some some uh, an, an individual that's the, the middle person that can guide both of you into a decision. And a lot of that is on schools and sometimes doctors and pediatricians, summer camps and everything else. Sometimes a mediator can help you guys Make that decision together in a very peaceful way. Use, utilize mediation for all those rocky topics. To, uh, topic, topics. So if you're going through a relationship, a new relationship, that's going to be a rocky top, rocky topic. How come that is so hard to say? Rocky topic. I guess it is. Listen, that's it for today. If you have any questions, if you want to go into mediation with me, or if you need help, go to www.lodge-co.com. Again, that's lodge-co.com. Listen, co-parenting is tough. I always tell this, and I say it over and over again. Adults divorce, families never do. So you've got to still co-parent, even though that you're apart. And the best way is through mediation. Talk with you soon. I hope everybody has a great weekend. God bless. Bye. 